Chapter 5. On the southeast corner of the greater valley, with ash-blonde hair and turquoise eyes, 5 apostrophe 7 in height, a fan of V-sports and going for marathon runs around the historic seven wonders of the world, lived Zoe Jane. She lived on her parents' farm, it was their very own water purification and resourcing farm. Mr. Jane, her father, was one of the first people in Britopia to see the need to be self-sustaining. Their living situation was very unique compared to the common citizen of Britopia. Zoe was an end-of-life nurse at Best Life, the biggest frail care and care home in the valley, situated at 68 Park Lane, directly next to, and owned by, Emotion. She had been working there for 12 years, and although she'd been offered promotions, she turned them all down. Thank you very much for the offer, she would reply, but I prefer to be working with the patients on the floor than doing admin. And she meant it, she took great joy in being hands-on with the patients, chatting with them, listening to their stories and caring for those who couldn't do either. She had a big heart. She found her passion for the elderly in the hours upon hours of listening to her late grandfather tell stories about what it was like growing up in the 1970s and 80s. He passed away in 2067 when she was only 15, and Zoe could not help but miss him and often thought about him throughout her day, wishing she could be back there with him, sitting and listening to his voice one last time. Zoe was busy wrapping up her last shift for the week, and today she was looking forward to a break, as much as she enjoys her work, she also enjoyed having some time to herself and meeting up with her friends in V. Bars. Goodbye Mr. Kennedy, have a great weekend, she said to her last patient. Nurse Henley will be with you until I see you on Tuesday morning. She packed up and headed down to the subway. Due to the quantity of patients, staff and visitors, Best Life had its own underground subway station, shared with Emotion and Best Med, the adjoining hospital that was accessible from Best Life by an enclosed bridge. At the subway, one could take a high-speed monorail train pod, a bus pod or use their own people pod. Because Zoe lived in her own cottage on her family farm and didn't live within walking distance to a subway station, she bought herself a 2079 Tesla pod, an electric road and monorail hybrid. With the Teslapod, she could drive from her cottage to the nearest docking subway station, then shoot off to work. It only took her 10 minutes to travel 65 miles, she thought it a worthy investment. After her short commute home, she walked into her cottage, Hi Bob. Did you have a good day here without me? Her Bengal Maine Coon cat ran up to her, purring with delight at the sight of her, and brushed up against her leg. Come, let me get you a nice cat treat. She walked up to her LG 6000 refrigerator, put Bob's bowl on the dispenser, pressed a few buttons on the touchscreen, and out popped a dehydrated snook stick. After a little water was poured onto it, it became a very delicious fishy treat, if you were a cat, that is. Zoe put the bowl on the floor and Bob, licking his little lips, ran up to it and started to feast. A voice suddenly spoke out from her virtual assistant. You have a hologram from Jennifer, would you like to see it? Yes, Jim, thank you. Zoe walked towards the living room where her media zone was. A life-sized holographic image of Jennifer appeared. Hey Zoe, hope you are doing well. A bunch of us are planning to log into VJazz tonight, we're going to reserve a booth. Let me know if you're keen to join us. We are planning to meet in the lobby at 2030 Valley time. 
The hologram ended and Jennifer's image disappeared. Zoe paused to think. What do you think Bob, should I log in with some friends tonight? Bob just looked at her, still licking his lips from the snook stick he just had. Yep, sounds like fun. Zoe instructed her virtual assistant to reply. Hey Jim, reply to Jennifer. Thanks Jen, sounds like a plan. Meet you there. End message. Zoe made some dinner, I'm traditional like that, she used to tell people. Even though most of the ingredients came from the LG 6000, the Jane family grew fresh vegetables and herbs in their own greenhouse, the seeds of which they had acquired a few months before the government patented all seeds. Now, one had to apply for a farming license to buy seeds and grow their own produce, and it made the Jane's lifestyle of growing and cooking their own produce even more unique. She finished her meal, had a quick shower, put on her comfy, lounging around the house clothes, then put the V-suit over it all. She logged into V-Bar at 2015. One of the nice parameters that V-Bar set was to only allow locally based users to log into each V-Bar, giving a sense of community even in the virtual world. Although there were all sorts of V-Bars across Britopia, a user would need to be living within 100 miles from the center of the host city to join. In this case, the host city was the valley. Zoe soon saw Jennifer and some other friends in the lobby. They were all wearing 1920s, Great Gatsby-themed outfits. They could hear soft music coming from inside the V-Jazz Club. Louis Armstrong and his Hot Five are playing tonight. One of the friends said excitedly. Hey Zoe, I've reserved a booth next to the stage for us, Jennifer called. Sounds great, Jen. Looking forward to it. Everyone had arrived and it was time to go inside. The carved wooden doors with gold trims opened, and the ladies walked in, the music loud and the atmosphere full and fun. Zoe turned her head to the right and saw a long and dark wooden bar, with barmen serving patrons their various requested whistle wetters. As Zoe's eyes moved across the bar, she was stopped suddenly at the sight of a man, holding a cane in one hand, looking quite dashingly handsome and staring straight back at her. She gasped slightly in shock, and quickly smiled a bashful smile, but she could not divert her eyes from his heart-clasping gaze. If it wasn't for Jennifer pulling her hand, she would have stood staring at him all night. Come Zoe. Let's go to our table. She dragged her away and they walked past the dance floor to the other side of the stage. There was a dimly lit booth with champagne flutes and a bottle ready to be opened on the table. Even though you could not physically drink or eat in V-bars, the V-hat transmitted information into the neuroreceptors of the brain to give all the taste and flavor you'd need. Zoe Jane had a really fun evening with her friends that night, but throughout the fun she couldn't help but think about that man at the bar. Wow, if only I could have talked to him, she thought. As they walked back out, she tried to look around to find him, but, to her dismay, it seemed that he had already logged out. After saying goodbye to her friends, Zoe logged out, took off her V-suit, slumped onto her couch and let out a lonesome sigh. Bob looked at her and meowed. Yes, Bob, you're right. I had such a great evening, but I'm sad. Mr. Mackenzie, the cinegraphic woman continued, what I'm about to tell you will change your life forever. So I must ask you, are you sure you would like to hear it? James thought for a few seconds, there didn't seem to be much time to choose otherwise. 
she continued. All right, if you think so. A while ago you used real life to go back to a past emotion and relive that moment. What if I were to tell you that emotion has developed a new program that exceeds what you have been able to do until now? This program, called X-Life, will not only let you go back further than before to view your high emotion moments, but it will also give you the ability to view any emotional event and then change your emotion at that exact moment. James's eyes widened as those last words hit his ears, he could go back to see Caleb, maybe even prevent him from dying. The list of possibilities rushed through his head. Mr. Mackenzie, the woman interrupted, bringing his thought explosion to a sudden halt, I must remind you that some of those thoughts will not be possible. Unfortunately, at this time you can only go back a few months. We are, however, working on updates to extend this period even further, so stay tuned. James stopped himself. I'm going to have to give this a lot of thinking, without you reading them. Thank you for the information. I'll get back to you. James removed the cap from his head, stood up and walked out. Change the emotion of a past emotion of mine? What exactly does that mean? Could I somehow use that to, change the past? James was so deep in thought that instead of heading back to his car he had completely forgotten that he had driven there, and began to follow all the signs to the subway. Before he knew it, he was standing on the platform. Zoe was pouring herself a glass of 8% milk for her breakfast when a picture on the back of it caught her eye. She turned it over and saw an image of a blonde woman with a 1920s-styled black headband and a black feather in her hair. The words beside the picture stated, Have you seen this face? Yes, she had seen this face. In fact, it was the very face that looked back at her when she walked past that glass-filled wooden dividing panel at the V Jazz Club. This was her face. She gasped in fright. Why was she on this box? What had she done wrong? Who was looking for her? Bob, are you seeing this? I'm a little creeped out by it. She was a lot creeped out by it, if she was being honest. She finished off her food and headed to work via the docking subway station, trying in vain to forget about it all. Maybe they are looking for someone else, or it's some type of product based on, me. Thankfully, she didn't have to do much besides get into her Tesla pod, press the on button, then select the preset destination to work. She used the hands-free time to put on some eyeshadow and lip gloss, she wasn't one for lots of makeup, less is more was always what her mom told her. It was another busy day at Best Life. The day was full of checking on patients, saying goodbye to some old, and booking in new ones. Is it just me or does it feel like things are getting busier around here? Said one of her colleagues. Another nurse responded, I hear they are planning to add more floors. Zoe had also noticed that there had been an increasing number of patients and, along with that, an abundance of young souls, those who reminisced about their past and younger selves as if it had been yesterday. Good afternoon, Mr. Goldhill welcome to Best Life. Zoe rhetorically greeted one of the new arrivals, how are we feeling this afternoon? Strife. He was not very lucid and mumbled incoherently. That's okay, Mr. Goldhill, you don't need to speak. She scanned and logged his vitals. Get some rest now Mr. Goldhill, someone else will be round to check on you later. Zoe continued her rounds. She thought about Mr. Goldhill and the other new patients, 
she wondered why their family wasn't with them and wondered what stories of old that she may hear from him one of these days. She was looking forward to hearing those. Soon it was that time of the day again to head home to Bob. I bet he'd love some milk when I get home, she thought. Then she remembered that advert on the side of the milk. How strange is that? Why was it there? She tried to shrug it off as she took the elevator cube down to the subway, then walked onto the platform on the way to the hybrid bays. James sighed. Flip it man. He looked around to see where he was, he was on the hybrid bay platform. Why am I here? He turned around to head back to where he thought he came from, but then something clicked. He suddenly spun back around, trying to catch the familiar figure again. On the other side of the platform stood a slender and elegant pretty woman with ash-blonde hair. She began walking in his direction. He stood there, looking at her across the tracks as her features became clearer. Zoe's train of thought was suddenly broken with the sense that someone was watching her. She glanced up to see a tall, handsome man, standing across from her on the opposite platform. He was staring at her. She stared back at him. Those eyes. I've seen them before. James's body jumped as he realized in excitement, exclaiming across the platform. It's you.